guys, Amy here. Just wanted to come on before this episode starts and let you guys know that in this episode we are talking about a college movie from Hallmark in 2010, and it does deal with some mature themes, and we wanted to make sure that you guys knew that we'll be discussing those mature themes throughout this episode just before it started, so in case this isn't your style, if you don't want to listen to something that has some college-related mature themes, you can go ahead, skip this episode, that's totally fine, and we will see you guys all in the next episode. Um, but other than that, if you guys are going to keep listening, I hope you enjoy and uh, have a great day. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. And we have a special extra episode for, for you guys today. And we are celebrating all of the graduates of 2020. We have our very own graduate uh, here today. Uh, our co-host, Amy, is a graduate uh, of college. This is very exciting. Congratulations, Amy. Thank you. Yay, I did it. <laughs> That's so amazing. <laughs> and we all know because of uh, quarantine uh, that graduations have been canceled uh, as far as the ceremonies. And so we decided we are going to give uh, Amy her her sort of uh, her, her graduation celebration here on the podcast and talk about a, the first movie that we thought of when it comes to graduation. We're going to talk about Freshman Father, but before we talk about that, uh, Amy, so uh, you tell us a little bit of what, what are you graduating from what school and what degree and all that fun stuff? So I go to Cal State University Fullerton. I wore my sweatshirt um, and I'm graduating from the College of Humanities and Social Sciences. Um, I am a liberal studies major. I have um, two majors, liberal studies and American studies. Um, so I got my bachelor's of arts. Um, and liberal studies before anyone asks because I always say that and then people say well what's that liberal studies is a cross discipline major um, that is mostly for people who want to be in go into early elementary education so it's a major where you do every subject basically so that you can better do that with children um, I know the name liberal studies sometimes people are like why are you learning that but it, that's not what it means. It just means that it's a cross-discipline um, major. Um, and then the other one's American Studies, which is just like a more in-depth study of American history, where we study more like people and stuff like that, and how people react to historical events and stuff like that, which is my bread and butter. I was also mm -hmm. born on the 4th of July, so American Studies worked mm -hmm. out well. But yeah. So so what's your end goal? So, so you have to now do your st student teaching or what's, what's happening next? So yeah, in California, you're required to do a year long program after your bachelor's degree to become a teacher. So I start that in August. Um, and that's your teaching credential program. It's not, it's confusing because it's not considered undergraduate, but it's also not considered a graduate degree. It's just kind of there. So I don't, I it's easier just to say I'm going to graduate school because it doesn't have a term. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so then uh, hopefully I'll be an elementary school teacher. I also want to focus in math. So hopefully I'll be able to teach math at some point as well also. And that's, yeah, that's my end goal. That's a brave woman teaching math. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's what I do outside of the podcast. A lot of people yeah. don't know that. I actually teach mathematics to kids grades one to eight mm -hmm. um outside of this yeah i won't i won't start teaching you math rachel like that's not 
<laughs> yeah, that that, uh, that would be a, probably a pretty entertaining podcast, though. I have to say, I'm I'm really bad at math, but uh, that's so great, very commendable. Congratulations! Uh, what what would you say was your favorite class that you took in college? What was your least favorite class? So my favorite class was probably like two semesters ago, I think, and it was one of my like final classes for my American Studies degree. Um, my teacher had us bring in an object or like a thing and we didn't really know what it was for. Um, and this was like the first week of the semester. And so I just brought in a box of Girl Scout cookies cause I happened to have them in my car. And, um, then he told us that congratulations for the next 15 weeks, you're going to be researching this object and how it's related to like the American story. Um, and it turned it out being like a 25 page paper about Girl Scout cookies and how it related to America and stuff, which was super interesting. And mm -hmm. I think one of my favorite parts of that class was what other people had brought in because he just said, bring in an object. And so like there was a kid who analyzed Tupperware for 15 weeks, like, because it was what people had in their cars mostly. But um, yeah, it was, it was a really, really interesting class and probably definitely my favorite. And then at the end of the semester, we brought my professor, we bought him all Tupperware as a joke. <laughs> So he that sounds like a good one. Sounds yeah. like a good class. But yeah, that was uh that was definitely one of my favorites. And yeah. Yep. Did you have a least favorite class that, that was your biggest struggle? Um, I'm just hmm. I don't I there wasn't really I'm trying to think of one that like I really, really struggled with. Probably though my least favorite class is originally I was gonna be a child development major instead of liberal studies, which is the other way you can go if you wanna be a teacher. And um, my first like three classes for child development made me decide I didn't wanna be a child development major anymore. Um, just, like those classes were just a struggle for me because a lot of like the early child development classes are things I'd done already since I'd been working with kids at that point for like 10 years. So those were the like biggest struggle for me because I felt like I was doing things mm -hmm. I'd already done um and yeah I just didn't I didn't end up liking child yeah. development it wasn't for me so <laughs> yeah there you go uh yeah my uh well I I I had kind of professors that I would uh that I would really enjoy and then I would take like all the classes they offered because that was more important to me than like even the topic because I knew that the teacher was awesome and so I have some really random classes that I took uh, and sometimes those were my favorite that like they were this little niche of the professor the usually their research or whatever and um, <clears throat> one of my favorites was called the political economy of women and it was taught by uh, uh, by these two, uh, Donnelly Bowen and Valerie Hudson, who are amazing uh, scholars and women. And it was all about basically the situation of women in uh, in the world. And then we particularly related it back to our faith, because it was a faith-based school, and how in our doctrine about women. And it was so it was really like personal and really uh, just, it was so good. It was such a great class. And um and so that that one's one of my favorites for sure and in valerie hudson she's just an incredible woman if you ever uh like she's basically like superwoman in real life <laughs> like she's amazing uh and so it was it was a really that was a really cool class 
Uh, and my least favorite was definitely economics. I really struggled with economics. It was such a hard class and because it's got like all of the, the like philosophy and theory and stuff part of it. But then it also has sort of the math mm-hmm. kind of side of it also. And so it was, it was, it was very, it was like at the same time, logical at the same time, full, uh, philosophical and i don't know i very much struggled with it and it was a big class and uh and the teacher was kind of notorious for being a really hard teacher and i i was just struggling i and his tests were incredibly difficult uh and i uh i would work really hard and i was getting like very bad grades on the tests and and so i was just getting so discouraged but there was a huge curve on his tests because oh, that's always nice. <laughs> what's that i said that's always nice when they curve oh i know oh, thank goodness but yeah. so your grade was never quite as bad as you thought it was but it's still like traumatizing you go to the testing center and you cut you know come back with like a 40 percent or something and just like terrible yeah. and and i'd worked really really hard and anyway and so i went up to him and i i, I said i'm gonna have to drop this class i'm gonna have to try again next semester then uh, I, I just, it's just, I'm not, I'm doing so bad. And uh, so I was like upset. <laughs> and, and he told me, he said, all right, I, if you, if you turn in every paper, if you turn, if you go to every t- extra TA session, if I know that you're, you know, I guarantee you, you'll pass this class. I guarantee. And I'm like, can I get that in writing? You know? And, and uh, I was like, okay. And so I did, I was at every TA session. I was at every, and I just, I ended up getting a C minus, which is like the, I barely, I passed the class. Have, have you ever heard of the saying C's get degrees? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> every time I'd be freaking out about an assignment or something, my mom would always be like, sweetie, C's get degrees. And I'm like, yeah, but that's not what I'm shooting for. <laughs> I worked as I worked harder for that C minus than I did for most of the A's I got. I was super proud of it. <laughs> Good job. Um, what you never said, what was your like official undergrad and then your graduate major? Oh yeah. So my, I, I had a bachelor of arts in uh, political science was my major. So uh, yeah. It, uh, it, and then uh, like, you didn't really have an official emphasis, but you had, you had to pick uh, your, what's called your senior capstone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was kind of your emphasis uh, was, so you could do like international relations, you could do uh, I can't even American politics, I think. I know I can't remember, but I, I picked political philosophy. Uh, and uh, I particularly had a professor that I loved named uh, uh, Matt Holland. And uh, he uh, he's now president of the university here, uh, U- uh, UVU, Utah Valley University. Uh, but I had him as, as a professor and I actually got to work for him as a teaching assistant and that was an amazing experience it was such a positive positive experience because i i admired him so much and for me to be grading papers for and giving grading tests and things like that for dr holland was just like what i mean i i felt i felt really inadequate but he believed in me and and uh that meant a lot to me it meant a lot to me and still one of probably my favorite jobs I've ever had was a was being a teaching assistant when I was in college it was great uh and uh 
I I remember one time I had to, uh, uh, he, he was gone or he was late or something. Anyway, I ended up having to teach the whole class. Uh, but it it was lucky because it was a class I'd ended up taking three times. So I knew the, I knew the material really well. And, uh, I was just like, hi, and, uh, um, uh, but I loved that. I loved that job. And I loved, I loved Dr. Holland. He was an, he is an amazing person and was a really great mentor to me. So that, that was, that was really fun. That's so cool. I loved college. I, oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I was so excited to, to go to a place where I wasn't in the minority as far as my religion uh, because I had been one of the only people that were uh, Latter-day Saints in my high school. There were only a couple of us. And so for me to go to a place where I was more accepted meant a lot to me. Uh, and uh, I, I know I just had so much fun. I, I had a great time in college. <laughs> I, 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 I had so many great classes and it was just, if I were to go back to any part of my life, like that would definitely be where I would go is the happiest time of my life. It was, it was, it was stressful. And there was some really hard parts too of that time in my life. My, uh, my grandpa and two of my cousins died in one year. So that was incredibly difficult. Uh, 2001 was, uh, and that was the year nine 11. So it was just like this powder keg year. It was really hard. Uh, but, uh, it was also a really sweet time too. Uh, a lot of, a lot of really, uh, just, I don't know, you just changed so much during that, during that time of your life. And I mean, I know you, you've, uh, been at home. You've been, yeah, a I, I went to a commuter school. Um, and I think like 95% of the students at my school are commuters. So like uh-huh. all of us were that way, but I yeah. do agree. Like it was nice being in a place, especially since my school specifically does specialize in people who want to be teachers. Like it was great compared to high school, like being around people who wanted to do the same thing as me um, Mm -hmm. was really nice because now I have a ton of friends that are all going to be teachers or in administration or somehow go into education in some way or another. Yeah. Um, And it's really nice to like be around those like-minded people. Yeah. Um, yeah. Were you in like any clubs or anything like that or? I I technically was part of the Harry Potter club, but they always had meetings when I was in class. So I never went. Um, And then uh, the, just the student associations for both my majors, but neither of them did very much. So (laughs) I wasn't really part of that's, that's the only like downside of a commuter school is like, I went to class and then unless I had something else to do on campus, I went home most of the time. And that's Mm -hmm. what a majority of people did because, you know, most of my classmates had children or, you know, we were working jobs or whatever, like we weren't on campus all the time, um, which I think was a cool element because like all, all of us, I feel like had a lot more responsibility than maybe if I had not gone to a commuter school, but at the yeah. same time, like, you know, it, I didn't get that like college experience, not that I ever wanted the college experience of dorms. That's why I went to a commuter school because I didn't want that experience, but like, that was something I didn't have, I guess. Not that that's like, Hey, if you want to be in a dorm, go for it. Me (laughs) personally, I was like, I am fine with my cats and I like my family. So yeah. Yeah. 
I I did love being at the dorms, mm-hmm. and we had a a. a a, a pass you could get a, a sports pass and I'm not I'm not like a huge sports person but I just like being with people and going and doing like it didn't matter to me what we were doing it just mattered we were doing something to me and uh, and so uh, we would get the uh, the sports pass and you could go to pretty much any game or anything you want and then we would go and uh, and go to the games together go to the volleyball games because we were particularly good at volleyball that year and uh, BYU is often pretty good at volleyball randomly. Uh, and uh, anyway, and we would go to soccer games and stuff like that. And just, uh, uh, it was just such a, such a great time. But, uh, but one of the things I definitely felt like, I don't know if you felt any of this, uh, because you have more of a career goal than I did. But when I graduated, it was just kind of surreal. It was like, I can't believe this thing that you plan your whole life. You talk about it and you plan for it. It's done. Mm-hmm. It's, <laughs> yeah. It's weird. Cause like I've, my whole family are teachers. I wanted to be a teacher my whole life. Yeah. And now I'm like in this point where like a year or two from now I could be, I could have my own classroom and that's like yeah. completely bonkers to me. Now, of course, this is happening during a very, very difficult time. So like, we don't know what education is going to look like in the fall. And that is terrifying yeah because i'm like i want to be an elementary school teacher like do you know how much those kids touch each other (laughs) like yeah it's like completely unknown now which i think is like adding to at least myself and my friends i've talked to as well who are going into early elementary education like all of us are like we don't know what our career now that we've been training for is gonna look like and that's that's really a scary thing <laughs> yeah you might be behind the camera a lot more than you think yeah. see yeah. that where That's i i'm fortunate to have a lot of experience with cameras and stuff but some of my friends who like don't want to be on camera and you know freeze up i'm like oh goodness this is yeah. gonna be interesting so but you know also on the plus side i do have that history of like half of my classes pretty much were online so like I know how to use those systems and stuff. So if yeah. I do have to teach online, I know how to. Yeah. Um. So, but that's really be, interesting. It's yeah. going to be a learning experience for everybody, and hopefully, hopefully it all work will work out for the best. But we're just gonna have to wait and see. So, fingers crossed, everything goes well, and then I can still go into education. We don't even know if that's a possible. Like we don't know what's gonna happen. So, like we'll see. <laughs> Yeah, that'll be, uh, it'll be great to follow you and see what happens. Cause it's going to be, yeah, this, this whole thing. I mean, nobody knows, Yeah, nobody knows what's going to happen next. Mm-hmm. So you I know, try I your always best. Have, I always have a backup. I can like freelance edit, I guess, online. I yeah. 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 Uh, we're just all figuring it out every step of the way. Yeah. <laughs> but, all right. Well, let's dive into our movie of choice. We were trying to think of uh, a movie about college and uh, the the one because most most Hallmark movies are about older people, <laughs> and but the one that I thought of was uh, the immediately is um, Freshman Father uh, from two thousand and ten, and so it's an old school Hallmark movie. I don't know if it's Hallmark Hall of Fame or not i don't think so i've looked it up on wikipedia it is a true story though yes so based on a true story uh and uh it stars our good friend drew seeley 
who we had on the podcast so that was fun and uh yeah so let's talk about it and uh what were your overall thoughts about this film wow this is not a current hallmark movie there's no <laughs> way this would air on hallmark like they wouldn't even re-air this movie okay <laughs> i'm just like cool um but i think it was cute i mean yeah. budget definitely wasn't there some of the dialogue wasn't my favorite but it was cute it was sweet it was different from what we currently watching i feel like i was more watching like um all those old movies me and Casey covered a couple and Lisa covered like last year. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, basically it were. Uh, yeah. I mean, this was the, this, this movie, it definitely, you can feel the, the lack of a budget for sure. And so I don't think it is a hall of fame actually, because you can feel the, the, the lack of budget here. Uh, and just, I don't know. And just, you can just feel it in the, in the filming and the like, the everything like about there's, there's they're like they go two places the entire movie right like, all in the same spot yeah and just particularly some of the touches just feel so different than what you would ever see in a hallmark movie today in particular like the mean girl we'll talk about her but that is just something that feels so uh, like CW to me it feels like yeah I was like this is the teen show on ABC Family or something yeah like that. that's right <laughs> and yeah so this is a true story about this man from Boise I mean that was it was like you'd think that Boise was the smallest most remote place in the entire world it's like, the, it's it's the made me laugh. I know like it's the big- <laughs> city <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean it, it's it's not like he's from like yeah some tiny little uh, uh let's see what the population of boise idaho is <laughs> probably like 15, yeah 228,000 oh in boise <laughs> so uh so not like the biggest city in the world but still i it was kind of they did lay that on pretty thick and you're going you're going to to harvard and uh and this is gonna save your life this is gonna get you out of this 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 small town that 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 nobody ever succeeds in i mean that uh no one to take that chance now don't get out of like four successful sporting teams in boise (laughs) i'm confused yeah it was pretty funny and uh so there's this whole thing so they are prom king and queen and it has Britt irvin as uh kathy the girl the mother of our uh of our child and then we have john who is played by drew seeley and uh, (laughs) so they're prom king and queen and this mean girl she basically says to uh she says to Britt Irvin, to Kathy, oh, you're just, uh, you're just uh, the, uh, you're, you're just gonna, like, she basically says, enjoy your glory, glory year, glory moment, because it's all downhill from here. <laughs> and I don't know, she was just something else, this mean girl. This was like 
so dramatic. Like, <laughs> like if you're not successful in high school, you'll never type a thing. Like, I was like, girl, calm down. It is the prom. It is not in the grand scheme of things. <laughs> not that big of a deal. Like, oh my yeah. god, this girl was like not happy. She was not prom queen. Yeah. Well, and then the mean girl, she later on, she says, she tells us, you knew exactly what you were doing. You wanted to to get uh to get your claws into yeah <laughs> into like, john forever just insinuating <laughs> that you trapped him that's great <laughs> yeah, and then like the crazy thing in the movie is that later on she basically admits that that's what she did and i'm like what <laughs> this movie was bonkers guys <laughs> and so they they have this sort of discussion outside uh on the they're in the the they're outside after the prom and they start kissing and are we supposed to believe that they like consummated their relationship there on the grass like what I so i'm like oh my heavens that school is getting kicked out of whatever venue they had that prom at for sure like security <laughs> cameras in the morning and go well that high school's never allowed to come back to our venue like <laughs> Oh my goodness. I was like, it would be, be kind of cold. <laughs> yeah, like, okay, they're in Boise, like, and it's what, May? I'm like, it's not like it's warm out. Like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> you're on grass in front of a fountain. Like, what if someone walked out or like looked out a window? It's like, I was, was not a good idea. It was not a good idea. No. And so the, the, then the, they, she shows up. Uh, the big graduation party or whatever shows up i'm pregnant of july oh, was it okay we were wearing hats <laughs> with, the, oh, were. with the flag on it not just hats like that that was that could have been explained better <laughs> but one thing that they have that you would never see in a hallmark movie today is they actually like have a very brief discussion of she should keep the baby yeah and you would never see that now yeah for that is sure a big no 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 today so i was yeah. like okay this is an oldie like we're we're good yeah. We've which i don't i mean i'm i don't necessarily have any problem with someone having a discussion that's like realistic that's fine with me um and uh and deciding what i don't have to have the people in the movies that i see don't have to make the same choices as mm -hmm. as me I think it's very realistic, though, to see two 17-year-olds. Yeah, at least talking about it. Talking about it. I think that's a very realistic ideal. Yeah, so. yeah exactly. Uh, and, uh, like, all it has to be is, because there's, I mean, I would hardly see any movies if they were all made the same, because I don't drink, I don't smoke, you know, I don't, I don't, there's lots of things that people do in movies I disagree with. But it, it just has to feel authentic to the character. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And their choices then i mean i love dirty dancing and that has uh, an abortion storyline in it um so it just has to, it depends on how it's handled and what the characters are so i thought it was but you still would never see that now no, for sure no way um they would yeah. never air this again it will never be on i'm surprised no. it's on hallmark movies now to be honest i i am too actually <laughs> i am too <laughs> um but it'll uh, go up and it'll be off hallmark movies now <laughs> uh so and his mom is just very upset and she is also just down on boise mm -hmm. there is no hope for her child if he stays in boise there is no hope for his life for his career uh he is 
what's wrong with Boise? I don't know. It's just I don't know. Knock it on Boise. I'm like it's. I've been to Boise. It's all. It's nice. Like yeah, I've been there too. It's not all potatoes, like people assume. Like (laughs) if if you are if any of our Boise listeners want to pipe in and let us know about all the career opportunities there. That would be great. But according to his mom, he says, if you stay here in Boise, you will fail. And if you don't go to Harvard, it will haunt you the rest of your life. So, yeah. All right. right. You know, I guess he has a scholarship too. Yeah. They don't give that many scholarships to Harvard. So he's super smart, evidently. Mm -hmm. Not smart enough to use protection, but (laughs) there we go. (laughs) What are you going to do? So they get married. Mm-hmm. and uh, so that's good and the yeah the, that's when the mean girl's like you knew exactly what you were doing <laughs> like wow uh, I mean how did you feel about their chemistry uh Brent Irvin and Drew Seeley I think it was they I think they were good together but like the whole like first hour of the movie I was just waiting I'm like she's gonna die or leave like because there was something not clicking and I was like okay when is she gonna die and or leave like there there's no way yeah. she's gonna stick around because just the way they were like the attitude they had with each other kind of thing like they had mm-hmm. chemistry but the same thing I don't think it was anything more than a high school relationship yeah. type of chemistry so I was like all right something's gonna happen here yeah which I think was appropriate because I mean it's it's a tricky thing because they have to make it feel somewhat valid that a woman will leave her child like that's a very unusual thing Mm -hmm. uh for like it's very rarely portrayed like a woman leaving her child and to try to portray it in a way that she's not like horrible i still think she is kind of horrible Mm -hmm. but but they tried at least i think to show her kind of unraveling uh and uh yeah, I mean, they couldn't have, like, super great chemistry or you wouldn't buy that she leaves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So it kind of makes sense. Uh, she did feel quite a bit older to me. I don't know. I didn't look up their age difference, but... um, I know but... I look, I know Drew Seeley. I looked it up. He was, like, 27, 28 when this movie was filmed. So Okay. Yeah. Um, um, how that relates to her age. I mean, he has a kind of a young face, so that may be part of it, too. Yeah. I don't know. Um, Britt Irvin, she's currently 35, so she would have been 25-ish when the movie was. Oh, so younger. Yeah. Man, go figure. Um, so, <laughs> uh, and her mom is a lot. She, he tell, she tells her, mm-hmm. you know, that he's going to need a good wife and you've got to take care of your husband and have a baby. And, and I felt like this was extremely un, unhelpful. She says, you're 17 and this is a job for a woman. Like, I get the tough talking, I guess. But this is, this is it. This is happening. Yeah. So it's not really helpful to be like, you shouldn't have made these choices. Okay. <laughs> like, it already happened. Congratulations. Like, Way to go. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I just feel like at this point you have to say, okay, like, let's, what's your plan? What are we going to do? Are you going to, you know, you just, you just have to figure out a way that, and, and as a supporter, like the time for, this kind of talk is is over like kind of so you you just have to you have to get to work (laughs) I don't know I felt like I was just like this is so unhelpful this mother 
yeah she was yeah. i was like really <laughs> like <laughs> and so basically there's this dean at the so they get to harvard they're in married housing and uh there's this dean woman and what did you think of her Jeez, like she's awful like right off the bat she was like you're not gonna succeed in a letter the minute they get there i'm like all right well she's she just calm down <laughs> like i don't know if i have a different attitude because i went to a commuter school but like i'm gonna say half the people i knew had children and long-term significant others while going to school and they did it yeah. like it's not i i didn't understand what her whole i mean i guess harvard is a lot more prestigious uh, but i was like, i would say it's more unusual for your freshman uh it's just starting out mm-hmm. i mean he was only 18 it's pretty unusual to be married and have a child i can understand that but again this has already happened so so being unhelpful is mm-hmm. just not like so the, you you have to kind of accept people for for who they are and then like, I get the tough talking, but, like, I guess, I feel like you are uh, just guaranteeing failure Yeah. by this kind of attitude. Yeah, and she's just very, very tough, I guess. I don't know, just, she was kind of the worst. <laughs> it's like, uh, why, why not give them as much a fighting chance as possible? Yeah, she was very set in her ways yeah at least yeah so his big struggle is calculus uh, i i have never taken any form of calculus in my life lucky have lady you... yeah <laughs> <laughs> um i took it my senior year in high school and that's how i decided not to be a math major because you have to go up to calculus three to be a math major at my school at least and i was like i can't do that like i was great at math and then i got to calculus and i was like nope this is not it um <laughs> But yeah, calculus is, it's, it's no joke. I'm sure I would have done better in college than I did in high school if I would have taken calculus, but it's no joke. I don't recommend yeah. it. Or, I mean, if you have to take it, go for it. Like a lot of people can do calculus, but mm-hmm. don't, I don't take it for fun. <laughs> yeah. He, yeah. <laughs> uh, so he is also has a job. She gets a job. And uh, she's very, very insecure, though. Insecure about her appearance. She's insecure about not being smart enough. Uh, just really, really insecure. You know, so. Uh, and, but he immediately, like, sees the value in the fact that they're trying to create this family. Mm-hmm. He's sort of a convert to the whole idea of family uh, from the very beginning. And, uh, and he, has, he makes a friend who has this uh, uh, VW bus. And uh, I think he was, he was kind of funny, his friend. I forget his name. No. I forgot to write it down. But, um, but basically, so she has, she has the baby. And I, and I felt like they kind of treated it like it was a demon child. <laughs> like, yeah, the way, it was baby, so weird. Like baby cry guys like it happens yeah and she was just like the baby hates me and some babies okay some babies just cannot be settled they just cry okay it's like you can't i mean i i'm not a mom but you can't take it to heart like yeah 
my nephew, one of my nephews, he just liked to cry on me when I was babysitting him. And it like, I know it killed me on the inside, but I wasn't ever going to be like, I'm not going to be your aunt anymore because I know that's different, but because you keep crying. At me. Yeah. But like, yeah. Well, and, and I don't know, just the way it was just, she was just kind of like, Oh, the baby it's like and, was scared of the baby yeah <laughs> it's, it's like it was rosemary's baby or something it made me laugh yeah. and and he can make the baby stop crying uh and so she's really jealous about that and she's just getting more and more resentful mm-hmm. and again i think it was really hard for i i, I admire britter in, in the performance because i think it was really hard to like keep this character likable because yeah. of what she does but i think they did a pretty good job of trying to show her perspective and and uh just trying to show her, her immaturity and i don't know i mean you definitely kind of still hated her but it's a tough role based on what she was given i think she did a fantastic job yeah that's but what i'm saying i think so character too. was like i do not like this character <laughs> so yeah, yeah. and so and then he is still struggling. He has to take calculus over again or take calculus. Not, calculus number two or something. Yeah, number two. Uh, and they tell him not to not do that. And the dean says, no, your limitations. And uh, some of their fighting I thought was could have been better. <laughs> that was a weakness. And he's like, I don't have time for jokes, John. <laughs> All the stuff and uh and i don't know just some of their fighting i thought was it could have been better (laughs) i was like i don't think this is supposed to be funny but yeah and and so she goes out to boise with the baby and he said you know i miss you so much bring my family home she comes back and i guess it was like a disaster and the baby just cried the entire time and um and the baby not like her the baby apparently also does not like any of its family either (laughs) i'm only likes the father yes apparently that's it john is the only one yeah and and so john notices that there's his uh, blue bunny Mm -hmm. and uh gives it to it gives it to the baby and uh she's like i didn't even notice that that the blue bunny wasn't even with us and you noticed right away and and he hates me the baby hates me (laughs) and so she leaves Mm -hmm. Uh, she leaves i'm sure in real life because it's based on a true story there was a lot more things that contributed to her leaving than the crying in the blue bunny because in the movie it seemed like i'm like why wait i was confused because it didn't it didn't all add up for me well i mean also it didn't really make sense because she says i knew you do the right thing and marry me but they from what they showed their their consummation in the grass was was spontaneous mm-hmm. so i mean I, there was no sense that the that the mean girl was right yeah he had thought this through this was not a planned pregnancy on her part but then she's like apologizing as if if it was some kind of devious thing for her that she knew she knew he'd do the right thing and marry me mm-hmm. uh thing i thought that was weird like that makes her character way more unlikable if she like planned this to trap him or yeah something. yeah 
It was weird. And she's like, I want to go home. I miss my crown. <laughs> that was funny. Uh, and and <laughs> she says, you know, only one of us is a parent right now, which was probably, it was, which was a pretty good line yeah. because just because you have a child doesn't mean you're a parent. Yeah. But that, but it's not like that's something that just kind of came naturally. I mean, it did come naturally to John, but like, it's a lot of work. Like you can't just, it's not like it's something that's just like, Oh, I'm a parent. Like you have to, <laughs> they don't come with a handbook. Like, <laughs> like you have to make the decision and become a parent and, uh, and work towards that. Uh, but she, she leaves him and she misses her crown. I miss my crown. That was funny to me. I was, I was about to be like, girl, let high school go. I know. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on. And they have a dramatic goodbye at the bus depot. And, and it was pretty, pretty emotional. And uh, then I think this movie gets way better from Once this she's point gone. out. <laughs> yeah. Would you agree? Yeah, I agree too. Cause I was like, <laughs> okay. And then, you know, then the fun parts happen, I guess not fun well yeah so yeah. he basically he uh you get adorable scenes of the baby sleeping on top of him that was so cute yeah. and that's always like that is got to be like this the sweetest moment of life is whenever you end up with a baby sleeping on your shoulder or whatever oh that is <laughs> that is so cute My so favorite. that was really cute and uh <laughs> and then he, so he's and he it has that uses that baby born like 24 7 he's he, he gets full use even he even takes the baby with him to work and he's <laughs> checking people out and everything and the baby's right there and the, he ends up getting kicked out of his married student housing because now he's divorced he's a single parent and uh, the dean uh, and he finally like just tells her off and he's like you're, you're the worst and uh and so he has to find an apartment and uh and so he meets uh annie potts character who was brought in a lot later than i thought mm -hmm. she's on the poster and i'm like we i know like this movie's almost over yeah but i liked her she was very sweet and it was a sweet character she plays the psychic and she's got basically a, a an apartment uh an attic kind of apartment and uh, she became she becomes kind of a, a caregiver for the child and and uh, and just a sweet support system and and so that was really cool and and she she does uh, she does his fortune John's fortune and uh, he wishes to be a good father and says you wished for something that has already come true which was that cute was so sweet so I like cute that. I loved her character the, like yeah. her character was like one of my favorite parts of the movie. Yeah. And so he ends up having to take the baby to a test. And I guess like the sweet spot for this baby is to oh, sing no. Wills on the Bus. <laughs> and so his Shakespeare teacher is his favorite. Mm -hmm. He loves the Shakespeare teacher. And, uh, and so the t teacher says, what's the favorite song? Because the baby's crying and says, all right, kids, let's all stand up. We're all going to sing uh, Wills on the Bus so that <laughs> to, to help uh john's inexplicably present baby <laughs> and so I, they did that was cute like 
That's so funny. Like, I thought that was so cute and so funny. <laughs> yeah, it really was. It was so cute. And, uh, and then, so he's getting pretty discouraged, frustrated. And Annie Potts character, she says, she takes him out to this wild lilac tree and she says lilacs grow despite being untended and they come back every year and that's what you're going to do so you're gonna grow out of this tough situation a beautiful flower is kind of the idea yeah which was was cute that was really sweet yeah yeah and so yeah and the mom characters being super rude i kind of wish they had kind of given just like a hint of a new relationship you know like that would have been fun that would have been, yeah, more more to the hallmark we would have known, but yeah, know, just but. like, oh, here I'm going on this date, and then maybe at the graduation you see them sitting together or something. Yeah, that would, that would have been cute. Uh, but <laughs> uh, yeah, so Adam gets sick, the baby gets sick, and uh, he so and then so John has gotten any sleep, and and he ends up spilling the electrolyte stuff, uh, and. So he goes to the the general store trying to find some and the dean sees him trying to care for his baby. And I don't know, I guess maybe she thought that he was a bad caregiver before because that like changes everything. I guess. <laughs> like, I guess it's like the whole believing is seeing thing. Like you yeah. don't think the baby existed or something. Yeah. It's like, like, okay, you finally proven that I can be nice to you now yeah, because absolutely. I saw you taking care of your child. I mean, I would go with the assumption that he's a good child care provider for his child, but mm-hmm. uh, I, know, I mean, I guess some people just assume that, that women care for children better than men, but I don't think that that's, that's, that's necessarily true. I don't think that's true. Yeah. Uh, it just depends on the people involved. Um, so, uh, and, and she, they end up meeting and she says, uh, and uh, she says, you think I'm a snob, John, don't you? He's <laughs> like, yes, I do. <laughs> uh, and he had to give up on his test, on his calculus test, because he'd been taking care of the baby. And so as she says, you chose to take care of your son over the calculus test. It's like, yeah, lady, of course he did. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I don't know. She was weird. Uh, I hope that the real life Dean was nicer. <laughs> I yeah, I hope so too. Like, please. <laughs> you know, if you're like, you are a single father with a child, I'm going to be as mean to you as possible. Like, what? Like, in the beginning, she like had, she's like, I'm not going to give you a chance. Yeah, she was the worst. Uh, so they, they're like, Harvard, we help, we help our, our students and what, and, uh, and that honorable men deserve a second chance and Harvard is giving you one. Which again, I don't really understand why it took her this long and why he like she was weird. Uh, but uh, but nevertheless, they're gonna give him a stipend. They're gonna help him out. It's gonna be amazing, and we get our graduation at the end. And it's now been like what three or four years, and so yeah. Adam's like five, mm-hmm. and uh, so there we go. He did it. He's the freshman father. <laughs> graduated Uh, i was surprised like even at the graduation the the baby's mom wasn't even there and i was like yeah okay well he did it the whole time that's like that's amazing like yeah yeah so they never got back together 
Um, and it is very different from the Hallmark movie that you see today, but I enjoyed it. I thought it was sweet, especially post her, her Kathy leaving. I, the the yeah. movie is, I almost wish it had been just him as a freshman father at the beginning and, you know, with maybe like a montage backstory. Yeah. I, I think maybe that might have been better, but yeah, I was still... expecting her to leave like in the first 30 minutes, not over halfway through the movie. Yeah because of the way they set it up I was like this is going on and on and on and I'm like is she gonna is she gonna especially since it was called freshman father and she wasn't even on the poster I was like okay yeah something has to happen like my assumption was she was gonna die in childbirth that's what I thought because I didn't read any backstory or anything on it and I'm like she's not on the poster and I'm like we're like 30 minutes in the movie maybe she's gonna die in childbirth and that's gonna right but no like she was there she just kept (laughs) I was like just the baby just hates her I get. I was. I. Yeah, oh goodness. I. Yeah. We. Neither of us are parents, so we. Don't, <laughs> we don't necessarily understand exactly. But at the same time, I was like, okay, a baby crying, really. <laughs> I just. Yeah, I mean, it's very, 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 very stressful. It's stressful it's and definitely stressful. disheartening. But at the same time, I was like, I don't think there was enough. Like they gave us enough. But no, well, I mean, it's very, very stressful. But I. For for most people, they're they have just like a huge love for their child that makes it worth it. Yeah. And and maybe that's what they were trying to show, but like her sort of the whole like baby's possessed and hates me plot was Yeah, it was different. just a weird way to show it. I yeah, it was like, a weird way to show plot it. Plot was strange. But nevertheless, I liked the movie. I'd, I, it's not like great, but it's 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 pretty cute. I give it like mm, three point two five. Yeah, I'm give it like three crowns. It yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah, three around. Yeah, but nevertheless, very exciting. Congratulations to Amy mm-hmm. for graduating from college. That's a huge life goal, huge accomplishment. So. Uh, let us know if you are a graduate. Uh, congratulations to you. And uh, let us know your experience in all of this and uh, what you have coming up and whatever. Just share with us your thoughts. And if you've seen this movie, let us know what you think. And uh, Amy, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter at It's Amy Craig. Great. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Ron Tomatoes. So check that out. And make sure you're following the podcast at Homeworkies Pod and Homeworkies Podcast, all of our social media and iTunes, YouTube. And if you're listening on iTunes, please give us your ratings and reviews. And if you're watching on YouTube, please give us a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We so appreciate that as well. And then, uh, and let us know if you have any bonuses, extra things that you'd like us to do. We would love your thoughts and feedback. And we also have our patron group, which is super fun. Please, please consider checking that out and supporting the podcast. We also have our merch store, which has some really fun designs. And uh, so check that out. That'll be a link in the description. So thanks so much. Congratulations once again. And congrats to all the grads. 2020. Yay. Yay. (laughs) And we'll talk to you all later. Bye, everyone. Bye.